Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Good morning. I Good morning. I haven't used my voice yet this morning, so, you know. I can tell that's why I already hit record, so we can really get our tasty, tasty, <laughs> sexy morning voices. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh. <laughs> um, you know who listens to our sexy morning podcast? My teammates. <laughs> On the way to our team dinner last night, they rolled up in the car. It was Ali, Julian, Bush, and they were all listening to the melodious sounds of two girls talking. And you were like, can you not do it when I'm in the room, please? Basically, I was like, Bush, how could you? I thought that was our special thing that only you listen to it for some weird reason. And then I said, well, we do mention you in this episode. And he got excited. So then he. he, <clears throat> That's. He, uh, hang on. I got to stop my alarm. There we go. That's how I get anyone to listen to our thing. I'm like, hey, FYI, you have a shout out this up. Except for Carolyn, who has a shout out every up and would listen even if she got no shout outs. Well, and Graham, who else? I mean, now we're just making more lists of people who have shout-outs, which gives them another shout-out, which is what I told Bush. I was like, well, yeah, every time you mention the podcast to me, I mention it on the podcast, so it's this, you know, never-ending loop of mentions. Hey, it works. I know how to get seen. That's what you got to do. You got to name drop. You got to mm-hmm. you gotta do some positive affirmation. Yeah. And and then he said, I made li- joke life moment with the appropriate hashtag. Side sh- note, not sure what happened, but I played the podcast at half speed. Sounded like two tired drunk girls talking. I was like, that's still the podcast. <laughs> like, I'm sure it wasn't half speed. I'm sure it was regular speed. Um, Yesterday, I accidentally was listening to an episode of Code Switch by NPR at one and a half speed. And they were doing like... um they were like doing a reporting. So it was already kind of dense and it was about something I didn't know much about, which is why I was listening to it. And I was like, I was cleaning up the trailer while I was listening, but I was like, hang on, I got to like, just sit down for a second. Just so I can, I was like, I keep having to back up. And then I was like, Oh, it's at one and a half speed. I just thought Gene, I just thought Gene Denby was like that good at like getting the word out. Mm -hmm. He is really good though. (laughs) I feel like I can't, I've lost the ability to multitask. Like, I have to uh, just listen to podcasts if I'm just going to listen to podcasts. It's kind of a nightmare. That's a myth, I feel like. No, like, I used to be able to do more, but, like, I've been trying to listen to S-Town, and I can't, like, read other articles while I'm trying to listen to it and stuff, Well, reading and listening to a podcast, obviously, you would be able to do at the same time. Is that what you mean by multitask? I be able to. Yeah, obviously. Reading is the only activity that exists in the world. Well, so. okay, so probably the reason why you can't is because S-Town is, like, as dense plot-wise. So, like, so if I'm listening to an audiobook, I usually can't... Um, yeah, I can't read. ...do as I'm much kidding. other stuff if I'm listening to an audiobook. So it's good for commuting or, like, laying in bed, like, as a morning of sleeping, but not as much of cleaning the trailer while it's going on or, like texting with people because it, because I have to like rewind because I'm like wait what mm-hmm. happened whereas with podcasts because it's more conversational um, usually you're like yeah I get it everyone sucks uh, <laughs> is that what podcasts is about this morning I was this morning I was listening to a podcast about taxes oh I don't want to talk about that <laughs> right so um, 
Three years running, I don't want to talk about that. It's like, you can go back to, like, episode one of our podcast, and it's you being like, taxes. Dude, my girl, Cassandra, I've been working on my taxes all week. I got assigned an online tax professional from H&R Block, and this woman, this woman, I just, I need to give a shout out to my lady, Cassandra in Kentucky, like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. Sounds I, like a user persona. <laughs> Kentucky Cassandra. Probably. I got some coupons. If people need a tax person, I've got some Cassandra coupons I can pass along if anybody wants any. It's really easy. It's online. I don't have to pick up the phone or anything. And we haven't even had to have long conversations. Like, we ask each other yes or no conversations, and I send her some of my files. That sounds great. And I had already done. I had already done all my taxes myself, but. This will make you feel better. In one Doubtful. of in one of the podcasts I was listening to about taxes, they were explaining why businesses get taxed less than personal people, um, than individuals as far as income expense. And the idea is like a business's income expense isn't a real thing, right? Because it just ends up going to individuals in some way or another. So it'd be like getting taxed twice if they like, because they like get taxed. It's sitting in. Tim Cook's dress desk drawer is how it was described. <laughs> and then it goes to stockholders and employees and whatever, and then they'd get taxed again. And I was like, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. I get it. I get it. Teach me more about terrible things. So what's new? What is new? Um, man, I don't know. I was in the best mood. I've been in a long time yesterday. I was feeling very happy. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm not sure why, but I did my hair and put on some makeup, so maybe that was it. Like but you, you do know, that feeling all the time. Alive. If selfies, if selfies are to be believed, I feel like every day you're like, well, "Look at my makeup," and I'm like, "All right, I am not your like me at two app. Why are you texting me these?" <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm trying to get some conversation going about, you know, the role of women in the workplace and no one will respond to my text messages about my makeup. So I don't know. Why, why is sending a picture of makeup a way to get a conversation going about that? I feel like people would be like, wow, that's garish or I'm worried for you or your makeup is never garish. It's always just like makeup. Plus you work in LA. So like even garish makeup, people will be like, yeah, that must be, that girl must be on her way to an office job. I was joking, but no. Not um, me. I never joke. I know. You don't know how I've learned over the past 17 years. It's all business with you and taxes and Cassandra in Kentucky. I love her. I know you do. You have so many professionals that you adore, you know, and I like that about you. Your arsenal of professionals assisting you. Well, and also if I find a professional I don't adore, I like burn them to the ground. I'm like, how can I destroy this person? I hate them. Here's the 20 fights I started. It's over. I hope they get fired. I know. I know. It's one way um, or the other. You can't just be a professional in my life. You're a part you're a part of this sinking ship. Speaking of sinking ships, um, <laughs> have you done anything other than your taxes to better your life lately? What are you doing for self betterment, Abigail? Self betterment. Are we starting a conversation about self betterment? I would love to because I've done two very significant things in the past couple of days to improve my own self-betterment. Oh, so. good. Do you want to do one and then I'll do one and then you'll do one? Because I only have one. Sure. Mine is really maybe 1.1 1. 1 
I would say like there's only one and then one tiny tenth of another one that have been the baby. So I wouldn't put them on equal level, but okay. I'll go anyway. It's um, an open face sandwich. <laughs> which is not a sandwich, I would argue, religiously. Right. That's just a pe- it's just a piece of toast. It is. I'm sorry. You can put as but much it on have it as to you want. Be, like, it doesn't have to be like a talking point. Like when people are like, all right, but like what really is a salad? I'm like, who cares? Just give me some vegetables with some oil on it. Is that too much to ask for? Is that a salad? Or it's, is that It's a, a type light of salad. Apertivo, you know. I had some really good vegetables yesterday. They were like garnish. I, I ate them off everyone else's breakfast plates because all I ordered was a donut because the rest of the food didn't sound good. Wow. But, but I then, admire that but, commitment to excellence and like rejection of the norm. You're like, no, I'm not eating this trash. I don't care how many other people are. I got a mimosa, a coffee, and a donut. And so, and everyone and everyone else got like a egg entree and we like split it four ways because it was the same. And I was like, No, I may I get the better end of the deal here. <laughs> so that's how you've been working on your life self improvement. That wasn't that. my thing. Oh that's just coping. I- I know, I'm kidding. It was a joke, you know. I don't get by the end of this I know, by the end of this episode, I might have to teach you more about what jokes are like. It's really complicated, though, because I also don't really know what jokes are like if you've met me before. And I think that really strange things happening is a joke. So, um, yeah, one of the things that I do for self-improvement starting this week is there's a company called Joyable where you can go to uh, work on your either social anxiety. They did that for many, many years using cognitive behavioral therapy techniques. And you get like a coach, which is sort of like a therapist. And um, so they just started this program for depression. And I was like, oh, I'll apply for that and see how much it is because the anxiety one's kind of expensive. It's like $100 um, a month or a week. It's like a week. I think it's okay. expensive. It's a lot. And I mean, but it is medical treatment. Sure. No. Tax you know. tax deductible, by the way. Oh, is it? Jesus, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so... That was so loud. Sorry, I'm on the street. That's where I live. <laughs> so, uh... There's anyway, ducks on no. this side, trucks on this side. Ducks and trucks sounds like a nonsensical Amazon merch entry if ever I heard one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so that's dumb deep cuts. Anyway, I liked it. Little um, joke for me. <laughs> I liked it so much I started thinking probably that probably that shirt would sell. In what <laughs> cute way could I design it? Uh, um, this is what I actually I, like. That's my ever every thought. So. Like mm-hmm. about anything. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, so I filled out this really long form just to like that was because oh, they're still doing like testing on the depression things. It's really new. So I filled out the super long form about like how all of it affects my life and how I feel about everything and why I'm sad. As if anyone knows me. You included. were like you were like the easiest test I've ever had to take. Explain to you how I'm depressed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I can mm-hmm. click these boxes. Mm. Sometimes. Always. Never. Always, always, oh, always. Oh, when I have to go to my psychiatrist, uh, they make me take a quiz, like, every time I go in on an iPad, and it's like, how many times have you thought this in the last two weeks? And it's you're like, like, uh, always? Yeah, it's Sometimes, like, it's so mostly. easy. Right. It's like, nothing know, is, right? it's never, never. Like, not, there's not a single sad question on there. No. I'm like, never in the last two weeks. I'm like, two weeks? I thought these things huh. last 24 hours. 
the last 12 minutes as I was driving here, I was thinking about that. Okay. But then it's kind of sad um, because then no one even acknowledges that like I filled out a form and I'm like, okay, I know that you're like treating me as a doctor and we're going to have a conversation, but could you at least be like, so the form's a little sad. I complained about, <laughs> I complained about this behavior to my psychologist because I was like, this is bullshit. She was like, yeah, psychiatrists kind of are. Okay, so I fill out this long form about my feelings and how I'm sad, blah, blah, blah. And um, someone texts me almost right away being like, hey there, friend. Uh, we'd love to interview you for this pilot program. Sounds like Cassandra. Uh-huh. Uh, Hi, I we- see your desperation. I can smell it from halfway hey. across the world. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, she texted me right away and I was like, okay, cool. Um. So I did my interview where I had to say my entire history of depression and how I felt about everything and why I was sad and what was going on in my life. And um, the woman interviewing me revealed at the end of the call that um, she would be my coach. She was like, all right, well, I'll be your coach for the program. And I was like, I thought this was some random like interviewer lady who was just matching clients. I didn't know this was the person that she's like the whole thing. She does it all. I bet you. No, I'm. Yeah. Well, they have a bunch of coaches, so they're. Is that yeah, what they I tell mean, you? Sure. <laughs> no, I know they do because I've done a lot of competitive research about this company. <laughs> so wait, is it free because it's in trials or something? It is free because <sighs> it's in trials. Look at and, you! Uh, oh, that is such a good scam. Getting some free healthcare. Oh my lord, dude! Don't and it's tell eight- Trump. He doesn't want anyone having anything. I know, but so there's a really cool app that I go to use, and um, so every Sunday they give you, like, your week's worth of activities, and then you're supposed to spend, like, 10 to 20 minutes a day doing stuff, and you have two calls a week with your coach about your depression, and you can text them or email them as much as you want. It's uh, very cool, so I'm excited, and I felt very hopeful about that, and I was like, oh, maybe this will help me in some small way, so. I love that. I know some self care. So my thing I've done for self betterment is after being sick for 22 days, I went to the doctor. Wow. This reminds me of the time that I had like lung pleurisy where I couldn't walk anymore. And finally I was like, maybe I'll go to the doctor since I can't breathe, can't walk, can't drive, can't move. It sort of reminds me of that. I mean, but I could walk and move and stuff. So, Mm. I mean, not as pathetic as you. Well, never. Because it's a contest. Um, I think, (laughs) I feel like I have more to the story, but I can't decide if it's my joke life moment. I mean, why can't it be both? My path is self-betterment slash joke life moment. (laughs) Well, so I like... I um, was going to just go into urgent care because that's the only way I can like actually manage to go to a doctor. Making an appointment, being in the right place at the right time, nope. No, I will stroll well, in to a building during its open hours in, not for in a city. lifestyle. Well, yeah, that's another part of it is my, my schedule and my location. Um, but I'll tease that there's a joke life moment therein. But when I did see the doctor, they prescribed me prednisone, which is oral steroids that like is just makes me like feel awful. So it's kind of fun because it's like, okay, I don't feel like sick anymore. Now I just feel dead. 
Now I feel like hyped up on steroids. Thanks, universe. Um, so I'm halfway through my week of treatment on the, on the steroids. Um, and hopefully by the time that's over, I'll be able to um, just be a human. I hope so too. You've been sick for so long. Yeah. Bush but, but at least I can, at least I can do a, the podcast without like dying on it. Like the last Literally, several episodes are it. so like, awful. I know. He's like, he's like, yeah, the podcast <laughs> is kind of like five minutes of Abigail coughing or sneezing. And then, you know, and I was like, how dare you? But yes, I like, and, and, I do so much editing too to like get out the coughing and stuff, but sometimes we just can't because I cough so much. And like we've had to postpone so many recordings of the episodes, and I don't even like have anything prepared anymore because I'm like, we'll see if I can last through this episode. You say reclining like some sort of painting from the 17th century of a woman dying of consumption. I had to prop my head up. I know. You look very sad. I you also so look sad. like maybe someone has you in a murder box. That like I feel basement. like that's right. It's a little more basement. Plus, I well, because you can probably I don't know if you can see these papers hanging down, but I like put all these I maps. Can't. I put a bunch of maps on the ceiling, um, but they're Planning not. your escape. But they're not. They're not secure. Well, it's above su- ground. it's supposed to be like cute wallpaper, but they're not secured properly, so it just looks like a murder room. Yeah, you gotta mod podge that shit. Bitch. I know, which is why I only put it up with a little bit of tape. So it was like, put it up with a little bit of tape, make sure it's what I want, then Mod Podge it. But you got to take the mo- tape off to Mod Podge, so I didn't want to like do a lot of tape. Just some crafty crafts. Is that our crafting section? This <laughs> week, this week. <laughs> That's not a bad tip, okay? Well, you never know. You never know. You got to live with something a little bit before you know what you want. That's a good oh craft God, tip and a life thing. tip. I said that's the truest thing you've ever said. Mm-hmm. That's well, so true. I might not get jokes, but I can do a little bit of uh, craft life talk shop. Shop talk. Free health. Free mental health care day. Um, can I complain about something having to do with my nails? I mean, it is the two girls talking podcast. If you can't do it here, where can you? That is so true also. You are just saying so many true things today. I can't believe it. Maybe I it's mean, you steroids. Always... <laughs> My truth-telling muscles on steroids. <laughs> um, so having long nails, I've never had long nails in my life, and I recently grew mine out after biting them my entire life, as long as I can remember, down to the bone. Um, yeah, you really, and... like, I, as a fellow nail biter, I really admire your, like, full-blown commitment to biting your nails where it's just like you bite till they bleed oh and then some and past and beyond until they're destroyed yeah so i stopped doing that and i haven't bit my nails in probably a couple months now much like how long i've not been driving a car um and uh having long nails is an absolute nightmare they're like little claws every time i look down they gross me out because they look like animal claws and these are nails that i like paint they look nice they're like from a high high bird's eye view, they look totally fine. They're beautiful. They, they look, look like you're just a lady going to work with your makeup and your nails. Absolutely. Like very normal nails. But like from a human human level, like a visceral animalistic 
primal level. If I look down and see them, I'm like, my claws, my talons. <laughs> uh, and they, they kind of scare me a little bit. And I'm not sure what to do about that. Also, if I don't have nail polish on them, they look extra that way. Like, extra, like, uh clawing at the dirt for sustenance. Yeah, like people, if we don't put paint on them, you know, they just look like devils. Okay, so that's normal? That's like a normal experience to be grossed out by the look of nails that don't have paint on them? Well, I'm usually grossed out by the look with nails without paint on them because there's always dirt underneath them. That's one of the reasons why I like having yeah. short, I like having short nails because... Yes, how do you solve this problem? Like, I don't understand... Them. I know, but like I clean if you the dirt sh- out from them. If like, you all the shower, if you like... shower every day, it helps a lot. But who could ever? I was just gonna say, what is this? The two girls fantasy podcast? Yeah. I'm not doing that. No, I um. How, who could ever? Every time, every time when I had long nails and I would shower and I'd be like, oh, magic! Like all like without even trying, like my hands look perfect. Like it required no scraping, no tools, no like you know archaeological excavation okay i think maybe i need to get like a nail brush or something and like scrub 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 while i'm in the shower no i'm telling you there was no scrubbing even required in the shower i know but i'm saying i don't take enough showers to do this solution so maybe i need to like have some sort of nail brush yeah but you could just have your nail brush next to the sink so when you wash your hands you it's like oh that's yeah okay or, here's another theory, I could just bite all these nails off and not have this problem anymore. But dude, I'm telling you, I like biting my nails. I, but I can't stop is the problem. I have no moderation. So. I know. My nail biting is all about, like, project nail biting. Pre- precision. Yeah, yeah. yeah very precision. I think I'm going to try and get them a little short. I was trying to see how long I could grow them, because I really wanted to do those disgusting coffin nails that you hate so much, which I are, like, them. long and pointy. They're so I know, weird. but I thought... I thought how funny to do that with your natural nails because my nails are really strong and I, I was know, like, oh, I'm I could so jealous. definitely. I know, but I was like, I could definitely grow them out long enough to do some creepy design with them. So I've been trying to do that, but they, I just realized yesterday how freaked out I was by the look of them. Like, I feel like I'm like a bat or Dracula or someone like the hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't know. Something freaky is going on here. So uh, not sure what to do to solve this problem. I think probably chopping them down to a more normal normal size. Yeah, I feel like happen. you. Pro- I feel like you probably you. I feel like everyone has their own threshold for like what size nail feels comfortable to them, and I guess what normal people do is they just clip their nails like to keep them <laughs> at a certain length. Like, right, but I've never had them before. I know. So, I don't know so about I think this stuff. right, exactly. So I think you're learning what that length is, and so now you get nail clippers, which, is, by the way, feels like a crime to me. Um, Why? Well, because like because I get so much pleasure from the action of biting nails that like using nail clippers is like gross. It's just feel makes me feel sad. Yeah, it's like cheating the right way. I guess I don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> um, sounds like right. that's have- cheating the right way. Sounds like a tax reference, like oh, how to Jesus be like how to be good at your taxes. This is the tax episode. I can't. I mean, I have a, to be fair, this is decorating. like the week of the year that is. I can't. <laughs> um, do you have. Okay, I have a moment. I have something to bring to the table and I need a ruling on it. From okay. The judges. Is the that judges me and Grayson? Uh, it's you, Grayson, Ever, and me. So I guess it's a four way judges bench. Right. Not sure how we'd ever reach uh, any kind of decision. There are there be... are a lot of ducks distracting Grayson, but I think I can get his. I think I can get him to weigh in. 
Well, my question has to do with horses. Oh, a lot of things about that. Um, but they're fake horses. They're plastic horses. Oh, you're trying to decide what to do with your crap. Uh, I was trying to decide if I should decorate using my plastic <laughs> horses. If, if I so okay when I was okay, when I was go. young, I collected practice. Wow. Plastic horses called briar horses, and they were very they're popular. They're like toys, right? Yeah, they're like toys, but much like other collecting nerd types, you can like keep oh, them in their tiny. boxes. Well, this one's tiny. The rest of them are big. So this was a miniature one. Oh. So this one I could definitely put on a desk or at a tableau of some kind, you know, among shadow, some succulents. Like in a little shadow. Oh, among succulents. I love that. That's actually, I don't I know. know if you remember when Kate... When Kate and I used yes. to work together, her desk was like <laughs> covered in like a little pieces of like toys like that, and it was like all yeah. a tableau. Which is so funny to me because she had weird ones like a ghost with chains, and she, she had, loved like, them all. I know. What's one of the things I really like about Kate is that little bit of super silliness that she has in her sometimes. Which right. Is so funny. So okay, but the other horses are probably like. They're big. Eight inches long by yeah, by like, inches tall. Right. Like they're they're kind of large. Like, yeah. And and they're precarious because they're, you know, plastic things balancing on delicate little plastic legs. So they often get knocked over, they could get yeah, broken. Like, you know, the stuff not, about them. They're and not so, really fit for display. Or for toys for children is the other thing. Like they're kind of just like works of art, tiny works of art. Um, so what do I do with these things? Like I have so many of them. I have boxes and boxes of them. Because I that was my only friend when I was a child, apparently, and um, like my dad built me a barn for all of my beautiful little horses, and so um, I, oh, it was the nicest thing anyone's probably ever done for me, and it blew my mind. Because I built, built you a barn like every day. Calm down. Thanks, Dad. Too. I'd like some credit in this in this lifestyle I built, segment. I built you a barn every day. <laughs> Uh, you should so you a, should know by now. I need credit for every single thing I do, at all times. Uh, when we were getting into the car yesterday, I was like, "Well, I just don't know anything about that." And, like either Bush or Ali was like, "That doesn't sound like something you'd say." Like what? What are you admitting right now? And I was like, "Sorry, I know everything about this topic and have a lot of things to share about it." And they were like, "That's better. That's more what I was expecting to hear." Um, so what do I do with all these horses? Do I take them to the office, set them all up on my desks? Do I put them around my home? Uh, do I sell them? Do I donate them? Okay. Well, like, first what of do all, I do? I'm going to circle back to the, um, well, the okay. display thing is my first question. I would say, right. I don't really so, want to so, get rid of them. Exactly. So I'm just going to address the getting rid of them options just to get that out of the way. And then we can get down to the nitty gritty. Um, okay. So, and I'll, check in with Grayson at that point um it is ruling from the bench it, it would be worth knowing like if they're worth anything like if selling them is even like a um like option or possibility yeah right because if you're saying you have boxes and boxes well maybe that means you sell like three quarters of them make you know 200 bucks or whatever it is um and then you then you only have to figure out what to do with one box worth um or whatever right. um and you could also talk to our friend Christy because I feel like she's had a similar um, journey with these pieces of shit. 
I feel like Christy's journey was let me buy a four bedroom house and put them <laughs> in a closet. So that's not an option for me. Well, I would you say. could just put yours in her closet. I mean, you know, she's got a, she's got a 30 year mortgage. So it's a great solution. Be there a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like her house keeps getting broken into. So I don't want to risk that the Briars would be the next victim of the uh, Matthews family. I wish that is the I wish that's like someone breaks like that is the thief I want to read a book about. The one that keeps breaking in and stealing Briar horses. Yes. (laughs) Let me write you a YA novel in the next 20 minutes. I can do it. Okay, cool. Okay, as far as decorating goes, I mean, it's really hard because they really do just knock over. I mean, that's like Grayson would be like, oh, hi, this is like my game of dominoes. Mm-hmm. He would walk by and his tail would just like. Yeah, and they are really that like fragile. Like you, <laughs> if you walk too hard next to them or if you accidentally like bump the table, okay, you know, there's a so million ways in you, which they can fall. What if you made art out of them? So like that involved like permanently gluing them to boards or like that sort of thing what because that's like destroying them yeah then i think you just have to buy dumb display cases like a weird old lady oh no that's too fucking weird i don't want it to be like a thing where someone's like what is this like like when you walk into someone's weird spare bedroom and there's so many dolls not just like a couple dolls but like a lot of dolls and you're like oh you or someone you know collects dolls. I think you either have to figure out a way to save a few and do something with them that means you can enjoy them in the current moment or you need to get rid of them or you have to buy a dumb display case like an old lady. Yeah. I don't... There isn't another option. Mm. What did you think the other option was? I was imagining maybe some sort of creative way to display them around the home involving building tiny tableaus with moss and plants. But I don't you're, know. But I you're, really okay, first of all, that's still, you're still going to have to glue them. Otherwise, everything's just going to tip over all the time. Yeah. And two, you can only get away with like one of those. I know it's the that's the real problem. There's not, it's all weird. It's It's just too weird. And there's no way to display them and not be weird. Oh, well. Well, thanks for the ruling. I appreciate it. It is what I suspected. Yeah, I think there's ways to display them that aren't weird, but it involves, like, making cool art, which you're actually really good at, but apparently refuse. (laughs) I won't use my art for that. To use the materials before you. Oh, yeah, no. You know me. I need new supplies to do art. God, real talk. It smells so bad in the trailer right now. I'm sorry. Maybe you need some little horses. That won't help. No, I need, like, there's a couple things. You got to get more. Yeah, you need need to get more of those, like, deodorizing pack things, right? No, so, no, there's a couple things. So, it's been raining a lot, so, and it's, which means it's cold. I'm up in Napa Valley. And so. Oh, yeah. How long are you guys there? Well, I'm, I'm wherever I want, whenever I want. My friends are here. I know. Through the weekend. I know that. Cool. Um, we went to Friday Gelato yesterday. I saw. What did you get? Tell me everything. So I'm I got so jealous, and I can't believe this is like taking this long to get this information. So I got the Modena, um, which is that like weird like figgy balsamic flavor. 
and mm-hmm. the sweet cream flavor, which was so good. And Carolyn got sweet cream and tiramisu, which I think I liked even better than mine. Um, and there were some other flavors. How many times are you going again? I don't know. I mean, we've got a lot. We've we've covered a lot of ground. Um, here, like every day, we go to like nine restaurants. That's so fun. I want to do that. Yeah, it's I mean, you'd be very down for the uh last night we were at this like cool like Napa's version of a sports bar which still means like amazing menu, amazing <laughs> amazing venue. But um mm-hmm. afterwards, someone was like, "I feel like when we're finished here, I want to get like I want to go to like a dessert and coffee place." And so I found us this place that was like across the street that had a, like a homemade Twix bar dessert with salted caramel ice cream and it was like sh- this shortbread covered in like caramel and chocolate oh it was so good and then they had a Meyer lemon uh, and berry tart I think, that I was like shortbread covered in caramel and chocolate might be the perfect dessert it was well plus with the ice cream because it was in-house salted caramel ice cream that had chunks of like chocolate in it it just all was really good it was like when you get a really good Ben and Jerry's flavor and you're like wow they made all these tasty foods in one thing but better because it was fresh and a Napa okay 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 so Haagen-Dazs has been advertising so Haagen-Dazs has been advertising a new kind of ice cream to me via Instagram video ads which is of course the way to reach this user um, and they describe it as a layer of milk chocolate, crunchy chocolate, like broken up crunchy chocolate, then white chocolate, then broken crunchy chocolate, then chocolate. Like it's like it's called like triple chocolate wonder something. And I feel like you're I describing a bar, like, not like ice cream. I don't understand what the ice cream flavors are. The ice cream flavors are white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate, like in different layers. With then like a cookie crunch between it's them. Ch- but it's not cookie. It's just cho- it's like a milk chocolate bar that's been cr- been oh, broken okay. up. Okay. Um. So it's called Trio, like something, and it's apparently sure. their new big thing, and they're doing all this work to advertise it on both Facebook and Instagram. And I was like, you guys don't need to do all of this work. I mean, I'm I'm there for you. I'm in the aisles. I'm doing the. You're like you're like I'm I you're like I would have found a receipt on the ground that mentioned the word ice cream, and I would have hunted this down. I don't need like a full blown. All no, channels an campaign. campaign? What? An ad campaign? Are you crazy? Why are you wasting money? Well, the they it did it did get it broadcast on this. It. Uh, it got broadcast on this thing. This what? podcast show. Oh, so maybe that was their plan. Word of mouth advertising. Get out of here. Mm. These people are animals. They say it works. They say it works. They say it works. It worked on me. I started talking about it and I was like, wait, what are you talking about? That sounds delicious. Can you word of mouth yourself? That's that's what I do. Yeah. Isn't that what a dating profile is? Shrinking down into a flatter and flatter person. I know. You were sitting upright, then you were leaning against your your captor's basement wall, and then you slid (laughs) down into a full on like I'm I've been sick in this hospital for a hundred years pose. Yeah, I mean I did have to uh adjust based on reception and where my computer is and being all plugged in and being cold and my neck hurting. So yeah. Uh yeah, so fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be in this bed for a hundred cool. years. I finished a really good book that I love a lot, and now I'm out of book books to read. Which paper is sad. Bu- paper books? You're out of paper books to read? Or um, you're out of audio books? No. What do you mean by I'm out of books? Audio books. books. I don't I don't have any more book credits until, you know, the 10th. I did pull a good scam with Audible, though, which maybe I told you about. Maybe not. I no, told them I was going to cancel. Oh, and they were like, I here's some was, deals. They were like, here's 50% off the next three months. And I was like, all right, I you're, can do that. You're really I can good. do 750. I'll stay here for three more months. And then I will leave. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the book that I just finished was called The Idiot by Elaf Batuman. I don't know. Maybe I already talked about it a little bit, but... I've rarely stopped so many times to bookmark. I've never stopped to like bookmark any book I've been listening to, and I bookmarked her book so many times in the app, different little bits of it that were just too beautiful. Can I tell you something really obnoxious about bookmarking? Um, so oh, in the so in the Kindle app, uh, they keep they keep track of when people highlight I've stuff. I've seen this, and then yeah, and it's and then always the dumbest some, shit. Well, then for some reason they like tell you when you're reading it, like you can turn this feature off right? but like you have to dig around to turn it off so you get it and it's like no. getting a book at a used bookstore that's full of highlighting but it's worse because like uh, because it's like it's Kindle. the most mundane nonsensical bullshit yeah it's like idiot speak like always well and i was like reading a book that i got for free and was this murder it was like this mystery novel that was like pretty poorly written and also by like this man who clearly like hates women um, so a murder mystery novel you already mentioned that <laughs> poorly written by a man who hates women uh-huh. i just felt like Tell i just more. felt like he would spend like three pages describing how someone was like attractive but not beautiful because her nose was too big and this would come up over and over uh-huh. again like every man in the book who saw this girl like would would be like oh, yeah nose. yeah basically oh. and i wanted to be like oh. I want to be like, if the nose is worth mentioning this many times, then the nose should be like part of the plot or like we should have internal thoughts about this girl's nose. But no, you just feel like this is how you're supposed to write things. Yeah. Like there has to be some, that's her character flaw is that she has a nose. That's her like, that's her like, see, she isn't as beautiful as the other woman. (laughs) And I just Uh, felt like no one thinks this thing about other people. Like if they think someone's pretty or like almost pretty they're not like it's probably because of the nose like this was like this was like a subtle nose story i had a really weird experience with this recently where this um guy that i know pretty well was like um i was talking about this girl that i think is really pretty and this friend of mine was like oh well i mean her face is not that good and she just has an okay body and i was like what like yeah, men hate I've women. Never, I know, but I was like, I've never dissected this. Per- like, I've never thought anything about this girl other than, like, um, I like her clothes. Like, that was, like, the extent of it. I was like, oh, she dresses really cool. Like, I enjoy her clothes. And I felt like I didn't have specific thoughts about, like, her The ways face. in which she was or wasn't pretty. Yeah, like, yeah. at all. Like, it, that wasn't even. It, it men wasn't are pigs. I know, but, like, whoa. Like, it was odd. I thought that yeah. was so strange. Yeah. So anyway, I would read a book that was like that. And it kept having <laughs> it kept having pieces highlighted. And I was like, this book is a free Kindle book that takes about like 
an hour and a half to read. Like, what could possibly slow you down to highlight something? And who's coming back to this? Like, I really want to think about this later. Right? (laughs) I was like, I was like, I want to, I was like, I want to know more about this. I want to know who these people are. I want to know, like, because part of the book, part, there's a character in the book, and this is actually, like, one of the reasons why I, like, didn't hate the book. She was like, she's a psychiatrist who uses memory, like, modification as part of treatment which is like super controversial and then of course gets her caught up in like this murder thing um and and so i was like maybe someone's reading this because of like psychiatry reasons (laughs) but but no it wasn't like highlighting about that it was like just dumb highlighting it was like it was like for i thought maybe it was like a sixth grader learning about like books in school and they like had to do the this is the kind of person i am i'm like i will make sense of this i will get to the bottom of it it's a sixth grader they're no learning matter how about convoluted <laughs> right yeah. they're learning about the elements of story and they had to pick out a book maybe a little bit older because i guess murder is a little intense for that age but like they have to pick out a book and report the different elements and i was like so maybe they're reporting foreshadowing because it'd be like a dumbass statement like and then the hair on the back of her neck stood up and i was like why is this highlighted i mean who can look into the mind of madness and make sense of it you know yeah the mind of a really Kindle stop reader. doing that i know right uh no my highlights were actually really interesting and of beautiful phrases in the book because the book is the book i'm talking about by elif badman is very lovely and very um gentle and I keep recommending it to people because I love it so much. Did I get it for you? You did. It was a Can gift I get from some my credit, good friend, please? Abigail Schilling. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about the constant swirling miasmic need for mm-hmm. validation. Yep. I mm-hmm. didn't forget. I I just ignored it. So mean. So cruel. Um, but yeah, now I oh, I also pulled another scam, which is pretty good, which is I signed up for I don't know why I keep talking about all the scams I'm pulling. Maybe someone will hear this and take my scams away from me, but unlikely. Um I The good kind uh, of cheating, I think is what we're calling it. <laughs> um I signed up for the New Yorker. It was five dollars for twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. So I signed up under a different name because <laughs> I already pulled this scam once last year. And my first New Yorker showed up today and I was like, oh, so lovely. And I read this really weird story already in it and was just like, I forgot how much I love this. Yeah. But I feel like Trent wants to... every time I talk about the New Yorker. Except Trent is like, Trent, our friend Trent, who would never deign to listen to this podcast, nor any podcast, I'm sure. He'd be like, oh, I hear I hear podcasts are a thing people are into, but I'm just too old. And we're like, bet, Trenton, you're 35. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, But he writes these, like, he's too busy, like, posting on Facebook 300 times a day. Um, But I, but he'll, like, post about the New Yorker and he'll be like, 
oh, a great night in, you know, the latest issue of the New Yorker. <laughs> and then, like, because you can't just name drop the New Yorker, you have to, like, one-up it. He'll be like, been really looking forward to the article and blah, blah, blah. So I got this special wine, and he's, like, made some sort of, like, New York, like, article-specific wine pairing. And then, yes, and then there's a photo. No filter required, because that's how much time he spent styling it of his, mm-hmm. like, gay night in. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Oh, I realized that my joke life moment wasn't my doctor's story, so I can, now I can finish my doctor's story because I know you're like waiting on pins and needles. I was so much. Um, so I go to urgent care and it's like halfway, like I'm driving, it's like one of my driving days and I was driving a couple hundred miles and I was like, I'm going to start, stop part way and the area I was leaving from didn't have any like health coverage. So I was like, I'll stop halfway on my drive at this urgent care that's open till nine. I'll probably get there around six thirty or so at night. Um, <coughs> do that and then finish the rest of my drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to this urgent care and the lady is basically like, we're at capacity. You need to go to the emergency room. Uh, no, thank you. And I was like, but what, like, I was like, but she was so no nonsense that it wasn't even like, she didn't even ask me like, what was wrong with me? She's like, can I help you? And I was like, yes, I'd like to see a doctor. Like, I didn't even know what to say because her converse, it was like, it was like, well, it's like when you walk up to Starbucks and they say, hi, how can I help you today? You like, no, like, okay, this is when I order my drink. I was like. I didn't know what I was supposed to do in this situation because I was like, they don't ask you, how can I help you as a doctor? So they're like, okay, can I get your name? Like, and then like, what's bothering you? You know, it was so weird. I was like, I'm sick. This is urgent care. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she was so no nonsense. And she was like, we're full. You have to go to the emergency room, like in the next building over. So I like wander over there thinking that like I was like I invent in my head like oh I'm sure they have like a special desk that's like the urgent care desk inside of the emergency room. That's cute that you feel it's that organized. Well I just couldn't understand why you would turn people away from urgent care and then send them to the emergency room like the whole reason urgent care exists is for the opposite so that you can turn people away from the emergency room and send them to urgent care. Well, the urgent care is probably not as well funded or something. So I walk into the emergency room and it's so crowded and everyone looks so sick and sad. That sounds like a dangerous place to be when you're sick anyway. I know, right? Well, they had face masks. Like there was like buckets of face masks everywhere and hand sanitizer. And it was like, don't touch anything. Don't do anything. Be chill. Sit quietly and wait for your doctor. Right. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't need treatment right now. Like, I've been sick for 22 days. I can be sick for 23 days. Like, I can keep driving. (laughs) How long can I push this? I was like, I can keep driving tonight to reach my destination. And then in the morning, go to urgent care in a different location when it opens and I won't be turned away. I might just have to, like, wait a long time, which is fine. That's part of my plans for my week is, like, get some health care. Um, but I'm like, well, I might as well check in since I'm already here and parked and everything. So things seem to be moving at a speed that like isn't slow. And I'm like, okay, I got checked in. People are asking my questions, you know, okay, now I go back and sit in the waiting room 
all right, I'm taking in everything around me. Like this woman who dropped a knife on her foot and she's waiting to see the emergency room. Doctor two. Ah! Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Crazy. I felt really awful for her. I would, I would do that though. So. Yeah. Well, and then I came across a sign, which I really enjoyed reading and I would have taken a picture of it, but of course my phone was dying. Um, and it was like, why, when you should go to the regular doctor, when you should go to urgent care and when you should go to the emergency room. Um, and I kept thinking in my head, like I shouldn't be here, but they told me to come here. So I guess I just keep reiterating that to them and then maybe they'll turn me away. (laughs) Um, because this sign was like, come to the emergency room if you're like having a baby or have a gunshot yeah, wound. Yeah, like you have a knife coming out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, every, I mean, everyone knows what the emergency room for is for. Like, oh, I just broke my arm. There's a bone sticking out of my arm. Right. Cool, go to the emergency room. And I'm like, I don't need to. So I'm like, this isn't me. Like, I don't have a rust. Like, I have a respiratory issue that I've had forever. Like, since the day I was born. So, like, I just, you know. But it's not like keeping you from doing stuff, clearly. So. Right. Um, well, it's just I mean, a it's... nice to not have. <laughs> It'd be nice to breathe or, you know, speak without coughing, but <clears throat> I can wait another right, day. I get it. Um, and then I get like called back again and I think this is the time I'm going to see the doctor, but it turns out this is like, I've been there an hour and like, this is when they're like taking my weight and everything. And I was like, oh, like oh, we've just now finished intake. And she was like, it is really crowded tonight, so it's going to be a bit, be a little while before the doctor sees you. Um, and, and I said, okay, is that a little while, like 45 minutes or a little while, like four hours? And I like to, when I'm trying to stare at you with like a blank face. Well, I like to, when I'm trying to get people, like when people are being vague about times, I like to give two extremes so that they have to pick somewhere in the middle. Um, and so she was like, well, tonight we've been averaging about two hours. So like she was telling me that it would be like two hours more from that time. And at this point, it's already 8 p.m. I still have more driving to do. Um, and I'm Disneyland ride. And I'm like, and I feel like I'm starting to feel traumatized because like I'm in a room with other people, essentially. Plus they're all, you know, full of gunshot wounds. Um, and so then I start thinking like, there's, I like should not be here. And so I like say to her, I'm like, but I don't like, can I just go tomorrow? And she's like, well, with your condition and your like medical history, we really would recommend staying here until you're seen. And I'm like, why does everyone think I'm pathetic and helpless? Like, I think it'll be all right if I see a doctor tomorrow. So I go well, back. Well, maybe listen to others, you know. So I go back out to the trailer and I'm like, um, I'm like, well, if it's a two hour wait, I might as well like hang out with my cats for a little bit of that two hours. And I'm like sitting there and like thinking like, no, there's no way I'm leaving I know I can go to a place tomorrow morning and I can start this whole process over again and that's fine. That'll be the light of day. I will have been rested. I won't be as tired. It'll be fine. So I go back into the hospital to be like, actually, I'm going to leave. Just like take my name off the list. Like when you decide you're not, you're tired of waiting for her to get a table at a restaurant and you're like, never mind, we're going. Bye. I try to do that. Yep. And yep. For, and first they're like, we need you to sign this waiver saying that you refuse treatment. Because otherwise, we will be held responsible if anything happens to you tonight. And I'm like, that's fine. Give me the waiver. I'll sign whatever you want. 
And then out of nowhere, like this doctor appears and they're like, oh, he can see you now. And then I felt really bad because I wasn't trying to like jump the line track. Right. Like totally jump the line. But I think that I was an easy patient. And so they were like, no, we can just see her because this like just get rid of her. Yeah. Because no gunshot. Right. Because this doctor basically took me into a hallway. Like, there weren't any rooms, which is fine. Like, you don't even need rooms. He, like, took me into a hallway and listened to my lungs, like, with my clothes on and was like, oh, yeah. Okay, we've got... He's like, you don't, you know, you don't have your cold anymore. It's not a viral infection anymore. Now it's this, and it, you'll have it forever unless you take prednisone. Um, and, like, basically, our conversation was, like, three minutes long, and that was it. And then I went and got all my prescriptions, and then I got in the car and drove. Well, it sounds like you were having a great visit to Moldova or something. What a cool, fun third world experience for you, just seeing a doctor in a hallway. Well, I don't, I mean, why, why, like, why do we need doctor rooms anyway? No, I'm saying we don't. I'm just saying that it's funny because it's like, this is the best we can expect at this point is like, oh, I hope I just get to see someone. I just don't care where it is anymore. Well, I feel like probably part of the reason why I waited so long is because of rooms. Like, I feel like they have, um, like, they had a doctor that they could, like, have chat with me for a few seconds. Like, instantly. Anyway, that was my story. Um, I'm getting a bunch of texts from my friends about how it's time to go get coffee. Do you have a joke life moment? No. I feel like I've pretty much covered my jokey life over these past 56 minutes briar horses fingernails depression treatment for free new yorker scams audible scams audible scams it's about the size of it i have a joke life moment about showering hmm um so i'm due for a shower and I don't have a shower in the trailer, as everybody knows. Um, it's that time of year again? It's that time of year again. Well, I feel like my boobs are extra sweaty. I don't know if it's, like, because of the bra I've been wearing or because I've been, like, walking around a lot. That's gross. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel, like, desperately, like, I want to take a shower, which is an unusual, unusual feeling to have. Right? I've never had that feeling, but yeah. Um, And... But, like, my friends are staying in a hotel, and they're, of course, like, oh, my God, just come shower at our hotel. But that feels really hard. Like, showering involving other people is, like, a deal breaker for me. that's the easiest option. What do you mean? That's the easiest option, dude, is taking a shower at someone's hotel. No, I, I can't do it because the idea of, like, being in the way or, like, having to schedule it, like... Because we're all, like, hanging out and stuff. We're not, like, hanging out at the hotel. It's not like I'm going to, like, oh, I'll just grab a shower while you guys are doing whatever. Plus, I need all this alone time where I gear up and feel sad about the fact that I have to get in the shower. Like, there's a mental block about showering. And then Carolyn was like, oh, you know what? Well, tomorrow we're going to be at Paul's and he has a jacuzzi. So then, like, we can all just go in the jacuzzi and then you'll feel so much better. And you, like, won't have to worry about all the shower drama. And I was like... Thank you for knowing me and creating the perfect solution. And also my joke life moment is that my friend had to realize that I could get in a jacuzzi and then it would be okay. That is a little jokey. But I mean, get at me, jacuzzi. Jacuzzi life moment, you know? 
so many jacuzzi. That sounds like a Mesa Corona moment, if ever I heard. Right. My boobs are really sweaty, so at the end of the day, I just like to open a bottle of Mezza Corona and pop into the jacuzzi. No one who drinks Mezza Corona owns a jacuzzi, but yes. I think you're underestimating the Venn diagram overlap. That is entirely possible. Well. This is the Two Girls Talking podcast. We have a website. (laughs) It's twogirlstalking.club. And you can find us on iTunes, which is probably where you found us anyway. And uh, rate us, review us, so that other people can find this awesome podcast. Submit. We will talk about you live on air. Mm-hmm. Submit your stories, feelings, complaints on our website. There's a form submission form. Write your feelings in the box and then send it to us. Yep. And we Those will. Yeah, we will uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.